Welcome to the She's Electric podcast. I'm Pia, a passionate food consultant who is learning how to build my business while raising my young family. And I'm Kaya, dedicated business coach and enthusiastic yogi. It's our mission to help working mothers redefine the way they work and reimagine what is possible. We aim to be raw and real about the challenges and highlights we experience on our journeys of motherhood, business and life and hope that by sharing what we've learned, we can help you too. I wanted to use this episode to talk about something that I observed over the weekend. Um, And it's the idea of women being in competition with each other. And that kind of dynamic that I have seen played out throughout my lifetime. Um, and one of the things I feel really passionately about, and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast with you, Kaya, is to try and challenge those really insidious social norms that we have around women and, and those double standards that don't exist for men. And these are mm. these are biases that women perpetuate and men perpetuate because we've all grown up within that society. So this is just something that I, I wanted to bring up. Um, because I have always grown up hearing the narrative that women are competitive with each other and that women are bitchy. And when you put lots of women in together, it just that's when the dynamic goes off and it all gets bitchy and it all gets this and it all gets that. Even the word bitchy, you think it's just such a feminine word, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's never applied to men. Really, No, it's, it's never women. completely. And it's when women are being assertive and asking what they want, they're called bossy. And I see this from when, you know, from baby age, you know, from from when a girl is a toddler, when she's assertive and she says what she wants, she's called bossy, you know? So we grow up around this all the time. But I had um, I had an interesting experience at the weekend where, so, uh, uh, I mean, how do I even start this? Um I'm excited I, to hear this. No, well, it's just, it's it's how to frame it properly that I have spent a lot of my life and I think you have too and any woman listening now, we've always been compared to other women. So even growing up in school, it's like the boys would have said, you know, who's the prettiest girl in the class? Who's mm. the got the best legs? Or And it was very much tied to um, how you look and it was very much tied to, you know, which girls are the coolest, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it was... I never saw that happen kind of with the boys in my school. It was always amongst it's the girls. It's so true. Do you know what I mean? And there would have been holes in our school for the prettiest girl. I know that I was just thinking that, that I actually remember mm-hmm. the, like the local boys school, like rating us. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it creates this it, relationship with the women around you where they're your friends, but they're also your competition. Mm. And it creates this really, really uncomfortable dynamic and so what I have found is how it has transpired in me is when I see women doing well and and doing something really or looking really good or something instead of being happy for her I start to feel shit about myself because I've I've actually mentally put myself into this competition with her this race that I didn't enter but I put myself in it do you know what I mean so it happened because I was at a wedding this weekend and there 
<laughs> there was this woman who she was a singer at the wedding and she was actually uh, married to one of the cousins of the groom. But she got up and she started singing and to, to say her voice was like an angel's. It was the most beautiful voice. And I just hearing it, like even now I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about her singing. And as she was singing, like even all the baby that the, there were toddlers in the church and they just stopped. <laughs> and when she finished singing, um, my sister-in-law's uh, son, who's two, he just went more, more. <laughs> so she just had a beautiful voice. But what I found was going on in my head when she was singing, I started mentally berating myself going, what? I can't sing like that. Oh, my God. I could never stand up in front of a crowd like that and just, you know, let myself go like that and I started going into this whole negative like spiral of why I'm not good enough and so lately with all the work that I've been doing it's really to try and recognize when I'm in a negative thought pattern versus a positive thought pattern that moves me forward versus holds me back and I I caught it luckily in that moment and I went hang on whoa Pia I was like stop I was like this woman is (laughs) you're not a singer (laughs) I'm not a singer like but I'm not you know I was like just enjoy I said that woman is standing up there she is commanding the room she is in her power and I was just like just applaud that and just I said just sit back and enjoy that and it just stopped all that chatter in my head and I just sat back and I enjoyed the performance so much oh that's lovely that you did that though oh yeah absolutely but like that you caught it I caught it but I then I went How often are we as women, because we're programmed, we have all been programmed with this because it's been happening from such a young age and society does compare women in a way that doesn't compare men. You know, even, you know, news reporters or uh, presidential candidates or anything like that, you know, the women are judged on what they wear and how they show up and men aren't. Um, Yeah, it's it's super interesting. Like, I love that you brought this topic up because I mm. didn't know that this is what you were going to talk about today. Yeah. And I actually really want to celebrate the fact that you said out loud what you know that you put you start Mm. comparing yourself to other people and that actually you notice I think a lot of people don't want to admit that in their head they are not celebrate because you can feel it sometimes that when you tell somebody even somebody who's a good friend you can tell you can feel it when you say something that it's a bit like positive that's happening for you the reaction can be a bit strained and it's that envy do you know what I mean yeah yeah absolutely and the thing that was so interesting for me is it wasn't envy in this in the case of like I want to be her it was the envy in I'm shit I'm not as good as her and it's like whoa 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 it's comparison we're all good at different things we can Mm. all do you know it's like we're all operating in our own lane yet we're always trying to move across into other people's lane um and it just for me it was just so interesting that seeing another woman do well made me feel bad yeah do you know what it's what I love about the fact that you've brought this up today is that I know that feeling well yeah as I'm sure we all do let's be honest about it it's not something that people like to talk about we all like to put a facade on it and say that we're happy for everybody and we celebrate everybody but actually why it's really interesting the way that you're saying it today is that you're right. It's not the fact that we want, it's not that we we don't want them to be successful. It's not that we want the things that they have. It's just this comparison of mm-hmm. they're better than us. And actually yeah. the negativity is about us feeling less than. 
you know yeah. and it yeah. is you're right it is about this constant comparison that's that is built into the to society you, you absolutely you've got the nail on the head it's like it's that it's making us feel bad you know it's like one person's always better it's not like everybody can win you know exactly it's and, and I think this has really held women back in the workplace and, and I it's think a male narrative it it, it 100% is a, a male narrative like every when I look at every woman in history even going back to the bloody bible and it's not like I'm reading the bible but it's Mary Magdalene was a prostitute <laughs> do you know what I mean like women have grown up under the weight of this comparison yeah. and being told basically that they're not good enough you know the whole yeah anyway I, I won't go into into religion <laughs> but it's just I, I I want to I want to call this out because I want to flip the switch on it I want to change mm. the narrative because I do genuinely think that this holds women back I definitely think it does because we can't as just even in us having this conversation as Mm. I said it was it's super liberating that you just said that yeah like that you actually just said that that emotion comes up for you when you see another woman doing well yeah Yeah. Yeah. that in itself is like you've cracked it open that's the thing that most of us don't want to say um but even when you were saying before about the comparison when you're at school just think like I remember I have that memory so vividly of the same thing happening yeah. and yeah. so it's kind of like there is this need in us from quite a young age to be the to be that top one you know yes. to that's that desire for us to be the one that is the most desirable oh absolutely I remember being in German college <laughs> I was in German college. It was in Ireland. It was like a boarding school where you went and learned German. Now I went to a German school. So my German was like amazing. And these people were all learning. But there was a, <laughs> there was a You're like, so I was the top dog. <laughs> I, I was the top dog at German, but there was a different competitions. And it was like, who is the best Apple? And there was, um, there was uh, one for like the best legs and the best face. And then there was one for the best German. So this girl who was absolutely <laughs> gorgeous, she won best legs and best face. <laughs> and I won best German. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, okay, I won the nerd prize. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was just like, and it's so funny because, yeah, I won something that day, but I still felt like shit because she And also was... what's interesting is what would you have rather won? Oh, I mean, the fact, yeah, I mean, my German, I've made a career out of my German. Like, it's no, helped me. No, but at me. that age, what would you have Oh, my God, I wanted to wear, I wanted best face. I wanted best legs. Right? Do you know what I mean? And I don't give like, a shit so, about best German. So <laughs> even from, like, a young age, you're like, I yeah. don't care about my capability. I, I just want to be the best. I, like, I just want to look the best Absolutely. so that other people. And it's that external validation, isn't it? It's that validation from, like, the opposite sex or whoever you're attracted to yeah. saying, like, like you are beautiful you are worthy yeah absolutely and so much of of women's worthiness is attached to how she looks and that starts from a very very young age when people go and see little girls and say oh look at your beautiful dress oh you're so beautiful and then they say to little boys you're so strong and you're so fast you know but I think that in when we and I just want to I want to invite people at home to just think about this when they see a female colleague in work and she gets up and she gives a presentation and she's owning it Mm. and she's owning the room and it's are we sitting there and applauding her and going you bossed it look at you and you're you're taking this huge step forward for the women in the company or are you feeling inadequate by it and saying 
I can't present like that. Oh, is this going to make me look bad? Is this going to make me not as good at my job? Is my boss going to overlook me because he's looking at her instead? And I think that happens a lot. And I've definitely done it because of this feeling that there are limited resources that if someone is doing, if I'm doing well, it's at the expense of someone else. When actually I've learned that it's total, that's total bullshit. Yeah, it's interesting. And actually, you know, another thing that's taboo to say is like, I've been on the other side of it where Mm -hmm. I feel like I was popular with the boys when I was at school, right? Yeah. Difficult thing to say out loud. Yeah. And I feel like as a result of that, it was difficult for me like to, I did get a lot of kind of girls telling me that there was things about me that were bad. Mm -hmm. And it was because it was like envy <laughs> over oh getting God, attention from girls. And I think like, sorry, getting attention from boys, mm-hmm. you know, and actually one of my biggest um, limiting beliefs is like, people don't like me. Yeah. 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 And so it's kind of, it's almost like sometimes the people who were very girls who were growing up insecure about, not being the prettiest or all of those things yeah they have that like sisterhood or they have those close female relationships Mm. and actually the girls who are kind of the the pretty ones sometimes the feeling that they have is that that's all they are you know yeah absolutely because that's all we make them do you know what I mean we 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 bring women down like them for who they are exactly and it's like and women Society wants them to be really, really pretty. But then when women are really, really pretty, society hates them because they're the pretty Totally, you know, exactly. and, and when women achieve lots in work and they're doing really, really well, it's like they're too career driven. And it's mm. and what I'm trying to say is that we've created a society where women it's a catch 22. Women cannot win until we change the narrative and we start celebrating our sisters basically when they're standing up and they're giving that presentation or they come down and they look fucking amazing. Mm. It's celebrating them in that and removing, it's not about you. When you yes. see someone doing well, it's not about you. Me sitting there listening to that woman sing was not about me. It was about her. Mm. And that for me was the really, really big learning in that. So yummy, everything you're saying. Mm. I think it's like exciting to offer that as a reframe to people. Mm. It's not about you. That's yeah. really all it comes down to is just yeah. so often we're in our own heads and yes. we're just making everything about us. Yeah. And actually most things are not about us. Exactly. That's it. We think everything <laughs> is about us, but really everybody's actually thinking about themselves. So yeah. if you think that someone else is thinking about you, they're thinking about themselves. <laughs> totally. And actually just get over yourself. If you start thinking about yourself, what I really thought was cool when you were telling the story was that when you were making it about yourself, the person whose experience you were limiting was yours because no totally. one else was thinking about you. No one else was comparing the singer to you. They <laughs> were just either thinking about themselves or listening to the music. <laughs> and actually when you stopped, when you were like, this is not about me, then you enjoyed yourself. Oh, you were like, I this woman's amazing and she's giving me a live concert. Absolutely. And then she was at the wedding later on and I like was gushing over her and I was telling her how amazing I was like, you gave me goosebumps. And we had a really lovely chat and we had a really, really lovely time together. Um, whereas had I been 
all inadequate and gone, God, what a bitch, you know, mm. because she's so good at this and I'm not good at this. You know, it would have just completely limited everything. And one thing I've seen, because I have worked in, like yourself, I worked in a very male dominated industry, which is the meat industry. And what I have seen is that actually the men are very good at, you know, lifting each other up and helping each other out mm. and creating a kind of almost like a little group for each other. And then they go on golf together and they do all these things together. And and the women don't do it, you know, and I, I do genuinely think that our generation and especially the younger generation are starting to call that stuff out and they're really starting to go support the girls instead of doing things to impress the boys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I fucking hope so, because it's, yeah, it was as ridiculous. you're saying it, it's just so boring, isn't it? But it is our natural mm-hmm. tendency, let's be honest, because it starts in those school days where we want to be the most desirable. But, you know, what was coming up for me as you were saying that is I was thinking when you start when you were talking about the wedding, you were kind of telling the singer how much you loved her performance and celebrating her versus mm. being like, God, you know, sometimes the actual, as you were saying, you know, rather than standing in the corner and being like, what about she's such a good singer? You see that behavior a lot, actually, mm-hmm. where people are who are successful are lonely. Like people yeah. don't go up and congratulate them. What they yeah. do is they kind of make it look like they've got all these great friends and, you know, they try and create something for the other person to envy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Rather than just going and celebrating. And it's it's actually really sad when you think about it, because it's like, that's just creating it's spreading the negative emotion of inadequacy yes Yes. rather than just saying I notice that this is coming up and like I have the power to change it and changing it exactly going into celebration you know exactly and it's just being aware of those thought patterns that we all have and that we and it's remembering to go easy on ourselves that this is through hundreds of years of programming and it's a pattern it's not an identity it's not not an identity exactly yeah exactly so I just I would love to put it out there that for people to try and um acknowledge when this pattern appears when it when it comes up for people when they're looking at another woman do well and use and making using that to feel bad about themselves you know and and internalizing that experience in a negative way. Um, and what I just want to invite people to do is to just recognize when that happens and then stop, pause, and actually celebrate that woman for what she's achieving. And remember that it's not all about you. It's nothing to do with you. Absolutely. Pia is never going to be a wedding singer, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. If anything we talked about today resonated and you know a woman who needs to hear this too, please send her the episode and help us keep the movement going because women helping women only makes us stronger. To stay up to date on our latest episodes and the guests joining us, follow the She's Electric podcast on LinkedIn and Instagram. The music is Teenage Songbird by Forte, used with permission from the artist. We hope to see you again soon.